you should know right off the bat. I've had four cups of coffee. I'm a little nervous. Did I mention my name's Chadi? Yeah. Oh, this is a creative church podcast, and, well, you should know that uh, I cry in corners. True story. up fam welcome to episode 16 of i cry in corners um before i jump into today's episode i just want to say real quick that i'm taking a three week break yes um we bought a lovely home and sold our current lovely home and um in the middle of all of it i have an amazing conference um it's my favorite conference ever that my team is actually helping with so my so just pray for me for the next few weeks we're gonna do epic things it's gonna be a little bit crazy um but i'm excited so um there will be a little bit of a lull in between season two i'll be back um Uh, at the end of October to finish uh, the last four episodes of season two, and then we're going to jump into season three. I don't feel like you guys are ready. I'm uh, throwing around the idea of season three being the top 10 things that are not a thing. Apparently, I say this a lot. Uh, Like when um, people say, I really just need to travel to find myself. Not a thing. Like when young people tell me that God's called them to be a speaker so they don't move chairs or do anything else because they're there to speak. Not a thing. Uh, Like when people correct grammar on social media like they all have English degrees. Stop it. Not a kingdom issue. Also not a thing. This is a real big one for me. It's not a thing. Um, I know that might sound a little harsh, and I promise I will bring uh, legit reasons and thoughts and Bible verses around all these things, Um, but I have uh, (laughs) lots of thoughts on the things that are not a thing, and I just feel like I should warn everyone. Everyone's been put on notice. Season three is going to be hilarious and um, truthful and honest, and um, I think that if we're able to call out the things that are not a thing, uh, you'll be able to understand what truly is a thing. I don't know if that made sense. Sound a little bit like Dr. Seuss just now when I said it, but... It, it is what it is. All right. Well, if this is your first time listening to the podcast, wow. Welcome. I'm so glad you're with us. If you're a regular and you've been here a while, what up, fam? Hopefully you're killing it this week. Uh, we're in season two. Yep. We're dropping the top 10 people and things you actually need. I'm just going back to the not a thing thing. That just, I mean, think how weird that sounds right now. Okay. Anyways, go back. We're dropping the top 10 things people you're, you actually need in your corner. And I'm trying to bring clarity to your corner so you're not metaphorically hoarding weird people and things in there. So you're welcome. We're on number six of the top 10 things. Uh, quick recap. One, Jesus. Two, community. Three, love. Four, covenant people and core values. And last week was peace. Jesus, community, love, covenant people, core values. And number five was peace. But let's jump in today. Life can be dark in a dangerous place uh, if you don't have people in your corner shining a light on what is true and what is real. And um, what happens is if you don't have this, you'll lose yourself in the dark and the emotional. And that's what we don't want. Uh, So that's why the number six thing or person or whatnot uh, you need in your corner is a lighthouse. I'm going to like break this down. Um, Yes, you need a light uh, that can help guide you along when things get dark. Um, I'm going to explain what a lighthouse is. On on most days, I define these things as a beacon of light, maybe a mentor, um, maybe a reach up, which is not a bad thing. I'm always down to hang with people who are older and wiser. It's actually uh, 
I love it. It's like one of my favorite things to do. But if you don't have an older or a wiser speaking into your world, I highly suggest you get that. But um, people who are a little further along in their journey are game changers when you're lost and alone and emotional in a wilderness season of life with no corner. So if you have an older and a wiser, good for you. Just be super intentional with who you allow to shed light on your world, especially in difficult seasons as they are meant to grow you. The last thing you want people speaking over your growing season and making it look like it's a sowing season. So you you definitely need wisdom. So that's why it's important to define what a lighthouse truly is. Side note, I compare bad advice to girls that contour their faces to look like a movie star. And then the natural light hits them and it's like, oh my God, it looks like the movie they're in is Braveheart. So like you want to make sure that people speaking into your world, you know, the natural light's not going to hit them and it's going to be like, oh my God, I shouldn't have done that. Anyways. Don't just reach up to every light that shines. So reach up to the lights that speak to your core values. Those are the ones that align with the truth of God's word and aren't steering you away from understanding and knowing uh, who you are, who God is, but instead are driving you towards Jesus. Okay, but when I say lighthouses, I'm not really talking about the older and the wiser. So just this time, I'm not. I mean, sometimes I am, just not today and not in this context. In the context of things in your corner, I'd say the number six thing In our list of things, uh, (laughs) the lighthouse I keep referencing is not a person to guide you, but a perspective that finds you. Oh, dang, Chadi, that's super good. Repeat it. I will. Hold on. Um, My hope today is to give you a fresh look on life because the truth is um, uh, a lighthouse is not a person uh, to guide you, but a perspective to find you. And um, that finds you. And that perspective is called grit. I wrote a blog post recently on this, and um, I may have jumped the gun by writing it, but I I just really love talking about it. And so um, grit is like this old-fashioned spit-on-the-ground thing. Yes, Um, my hope today is to give you a look into... Hmm. A look into something in life that doesn't run you through a pile of bad expectations and emotions that you're not ready for. And grit helps you be able to see through bad expectations and see through emotions that you're not ready for. So let's dive in. Life is made up of choices. I said this in my blog post. Most will be mundane. Others will mold you, direct you, and be with you forever. Chadi, what does this have to do with lighthouses? Hold on, I'm getting there. So that's why it's important that you can discern what hills to die on. Look, you're making life choices in life. Things are happening. You need to know when to be emotional, when not to be emotional, when to say yes, when not to say no. Um, What decisions really matter in the end? What's a kingdom issue? What's not a kingdom issue? Um, I'll, I'll use my work as an example. I work in a creative job, which means my work is very personal very personal. Um, In my early 20s, it was even more personal. um, And it's incredibly time consuming and it affects loads of people. But my work isn't dictated by me. It's dictated by either my clients or my leadership. So just like in life and in the real world, most things that you love, that eat your time and that affect people can and will be dictated by someone in authority over you. Truth. Things you love, things that eat your time, things that affect people can and will be dictated by people in authority over you. Example, um, all you teenagers, students out there, next generation, right now the things that you love that eat your time are um, dictated by your parents, your teachers, possibly uh, people in authority over you, young adults, people in college, your bosses, your student loans, your commitments. uh, Those things are hoarding over you in in a way that maybe you may feel like it is eating your life away. 
That's how I felt anyway during that. Never mind. That just got weird. Anyways, marriages, your spouses, your kids, um, your jobs, uh, the rat race in general can dictate these things. You get the gist. Side note, uh, no matter how many people attempt to escape this uh, by doing jobs and living a life that isn't a real thing. Again, remember the things that we're talking about. You still will eventually have to be accountable to God for your loves, your time, and the people you encounter. You will, be in, you will be accountable to God for your love, your time, and the people you encounter. That's why it's so important to understand lighthouses. It's so in, important to understand uh, the perspective you need by having grit in your life. And I'm going to explain this, so just hear me. Um, but that's not the point of this podcast. Uh, we're, chat, we're chatting about grit. Okay, grit, 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 grit. Uh, it's Remember, old-fashioned, spit on the ground, think Clint Eastwood. Um, it's what you need to gain perspective that you want. Grit is what you need so that you can gain the perspective that you want. The point is that most things, most hard yeses, most things that suck, the most things you have to do, uh, because, you know, life is not meant to be easy, it's meant to be fruitful, um, the things in your life that build your grit um, usually are not the things you want to do. Um, but you know, that's called adulting and we'll get to that in another day. Grit is kind of old fashioned, I know, but if you have it, it will change how you see the world and the hard things in life won't break you. No, 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 my friend, they will make you. And that's what you want. So let's define what real grit is real quick. Like grit is your can do attitude. Yep. Grit is what, uh, comes up in you when things get hard. It's your fortitude, your emotional maturity. When you're asked to work on things or produce something you don't necessarily like. Yes. Can I go off on a real quick tangent real quick? Sure, Chad, it's your podcast. Okay. Anyways, dear creatives. Now, let me just disclaimer to my disclaimer. I'm not talking to the creatives on my team because they're lovely and they get this, but I'm talking to all the creatives that were like me. Okay, here we go. Hold on. I had a cough. Okay. I'm back. Um, Dear creatives, especially creatives in the church world, you're not working for a creative house. So don't be mad. When you don't have the creative freedoms that you think you want, I speak as someone who, who has freelanced for eight years before I ever came on staff at a church. Okay, so I know what I'm talking about. Most of you are working for a team of people who love Jesus and they believe in you and they see your job as a bit task and execution oriented um, and they don't really understand your creative process and they don't need to. That's okay. It's not attack on your creative genius. Most people in leadership are not creatives. Mm -hmm. I'm going to say that joke again. Most people in leadership are not creative, so give them grace. Also, don't finish an entire series branding if you don't really have vision or if you don't understand the vision or you haven't asked the right questions. And then don't get mad if they change it. Loop people in. Ask questions. Get better at your pitches. Ask more questions. Don't roll your eyes when they think that you got to change a font into something that you don't really understand or they don't understand. In the church, your creative expression isn't your goal. Your creative obedience is. Oh my God, hold on. What was that? What did I say? In the church, your creative expression isn't the goal. Your creative obedience is. Also, um, don't be so offended. Don't be so offended. If you stop looking at your work as a possible portfolio piece, instead look at it as work given unto God. Because I think that as young creatives are coming up in the church and they're doing their job, if they'd stop looking at it like something they can post to Instagram, I really feel like God could really use your work. So I'm just saying, not sure who that was for. Wink, wink. I just feel like there's some grit in need of there in the, okay, we're moving on. Anyways, what I was trying to talk about, I was trying to define grit 
And what I'm talking about is grit. So sorry, I blacked out there for a moment. (laughs) Grit, you need this. You need grit to slay giants when everyone else is too scared, uh, too emotional, too cluttered, too cultured, too qualified, too creative, too offended, too broken, too young, too old, too everything else. The truth is God does not need you at your best. God needs you at your yes. And David in the Bible, he was my favorite person to look at when I think of grit because he was a kid. He wasn't the bravest. He was the most obedient. Grit keeps you aligned to the truth of God's word instead of the facts of the nonsense of the circumstance. It gives you perspective to the things God is doing in real time. Some of you may still be sitting there and saying, cool, cool, bro. Um, what does that grit got to do with perspective and lighthouses? Well, if you don't have the right perspective, all the things that God is using to build your grit, you'll perceive them as personal attacks to your character, your creativity, and your goals. Oh my God. Oh my God. That's so good. Um, if you don't have the right perspective, I'm repeating it. I'm doing this for you. All the things that God is using to build your grit, you know, that fortitude, that thing that helps you through life, you'll perceive it as a personal attack to your character, your creativity, or your goals. Most things are really hard are really meant to grow you. Most things that are really hard are meant to grow you. Oh my God, I should write a song about this and sing it to you because then it wouldn't feel so weird. Um, It's meant to teach you something. Grit is what God uses to kill giants. Boom. Grit is what God uses to walk people out of slavery. Oh my God. Grit is what walked out of the flipping garden, unmoved by betrayal and onto a cross. Jesus had grit. You need to be like Jesus. Let's be like Jesus. Let's just do that. Practically speaking, this means when you come up against a wall in life, you don't, you aren't just like, oh my God, I just have a lot of feelings about the wall. Let's turn back and be offended and scared and go back to Egypt. No, no. Start taking your laps around Jericho and believe that God's going to do something and that the wall is there for a purpose. And some most times are just there to fall down so that God can be glorified. Practically speaking, this means when you come up against a Pharaoh, someone who is giving you a hard time, you don't head back to the wilderness defeated, questioning whether you saw the burning bush or not. No, no. You uh, use what's readily available in your hands and you tackle the problem. Yes. Yes. Oh my gosh. Grit doesn't mean you are the best speaker or the best for the job. It means you're the one with the heart positioned towards Jesus. And he knows he can count on you to be obedient. Oh my God, that was very intense. Grit doesn't mean you're the best speaker or the best for the job. It means that you're the one with a heart that's positioned towards Jesus. And he knows, he knows, he knows, he knows, he knows. He can count on you and that you'll be obedient. Look, I'm not saying you got to say yes to every hard thing because that kind of sucks. Um, but people that have grit say yes to things that other everyone else like clears the room, like roaches and the light comes on. Look, just, just the life. Oh my God. My cat is literally attacking something outside my door and I don't really know if we should continue or not, or I should go check. I'm not going to check. Cause if it's a bug or something, I mean, I'm not going to kill it. Anyways, let's move on. I'm not saying that you got to say hard. Uh, what was I even talking about? Ah, You hear it? You hear it? She's attacking something. She hates me. She's having a real hard time with the move. Let's just take a moment of silence for Lucy, who's lost her freaking mind. No? No? Nobody? No? I gotta cough again. Oh, that was more like clearing my nose. It's really early in the morning. You should never drink coffee before a podcast. Just throwing that out there to anyone else. You know. Anyways, what was I saying? Lord Jesus? Oh, 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 oh. Here we go. Uh, I'm supposed to encourage people here, but I've lost my train of thought because I'm talking nonsense. Lord, you wanted me to talk about grit, and you said that life never intended to be easy because easy doesn't grow us. But I do feel, okay, this is where I was. I really wanted to encourage you guys today because the truth is, um, hmm, the truth is, is that grit takes 
um, a lot of uh, self-awareness. And we've been talking a lot about self-awareness, how Jesus was self-aware, how people that cry in corners understand their emotions, understand who they are, have wisdom to guide themselves through it. So don't forget in these seasons that are hard, in these seasons where you're trying to find your grit, in these seasons where you're trying to um, move into seasons that are, um, I don't know, that'll grow you and move you further and farther along that um, even if it's impossible, God's in the miracle business. Even if it's hard, God is in the miracle business. God's in the impossible business. He's in the walking you through wilderness business. And God, God is all about helping you when you come up against walls. God is all about coming up with you when you're against these Pharaoh type people. And, and you just got to get ready, remind yourself that you're full of grit and you're full of the Holy Spirit perspective. And you got to just go slay some giants. You're like, this is the weirdest podcast you've done so far. Yeah, I, I, I know, I know. But I really wanted to talk about grit. I really wanted to talk about something that I see that I feel like is missing in the world. It's like everybody's offended. Everybody just like, you can't correct anyone because then they feel like you, like, not, wait, you can't give anyone direction because they feel like you've corrected them. You can't give anyone encouragement because then they like, they'll freak out and they'll be like, well, you know, why didn't I get encouragement every day? Dude, it's not for every day. Life life is going to be hard. Life is difficult. I wish somebody would have sat me down in my 20s and been like, look, I'm glad that you're good at your instrument. I'm glad that you can write songs. Get some grit. I'm glad that you can work really fast and that you love creativity. Get some grit. Because the reality is, is if you don't have that emotional fortitude to move you through the hard things, you'll just be offended all the time. And the world is full of offended people. Everyone's got a hashtag. Everyone's offended. And you know, some of them are really awesome and real, but other ones are not. And you've got to be able to have discernment to know where to, where to step into. What, what is the real wall you need to walk around? What is the Pharaoh? What is the hill you need to die on? Because the reality is, is God needs us to be at our best. Um, spiritually speaking, God needs us at our yes to say yes to things that are difficult. And the reality is, is if you do not have grit, you will not be able to do any of it. Look, I don't always get this right, this whole grit thing. Sometimes I'm like the disciples at the feeding of the 5,000, still questioning Jesus when he's already done miracles for me over and over and over and over again. I'm not perfect, but I do know the importance of having it because I've really screwed this up really bad sometimes. I'll come up against a wall, God will break it. And I'll come up against a Pharaoh and then God will, I'll just freak out. And God will be like, didn't I just handle that wall situation? And I'll forget the burning bush moments and I'll forget all the things that God's already done. And that's why it's so important in things, in seasons that are hard, in times that are, um, cause your, um, spiritual grit to really need to be sharpened. You've got to have the maturity to know that, okay, God, this is one of those things. God, this is one of those things that I know you're probably trying to grow me. This is one of those things. I think it was Diane Wilson who I love. She's in Newport. She said something along the lines of sometimes you need to stop praying for the circumstance to go away because that circumstance is really trying to grow you. I paraphrased because I don't remember it completely. But I remember when I saw that, I was like, oh my God, that's like me. That's like when God's trying to build my grit. That's when um, I'm seeing God move, but I forget that he's already moved. And then I don't really honor it in the manner in which I should. So don't be like that. Don't be one of those people that comes up against problems. Forget that God is, has, has given you this epic grit and bravery and awesome and courageous soul to be able to move things and love people, encourage people and see people past their brokenness. God's built that within you and the things that you're walking through, God's building it up even more and he needs you to have grit. He needs you to have that emotional fortitude. He needs you to. 
Because there's people in your world that need to see Jesus. There's people in your world that need to be loved. There's people in your world that need to be encouraged. And you've got to be able to believe in impossible things. And grit gives you the perspective to believe in impossible things. All right. Quick recap. Um, In life and in the real world, the most things you love that eat your time and that affect people can and will be dictated by the authority over you. So get some perspective. Grit is what you need to gain that perspective, that kingdom perspective to know what's really going on. And if you don't have the right perspective, all the things that God is using to build your grit, you'll perceive them as personal attacks. Um, So they're not, okay? So uh, embrace it. Get that kingdom perspective. Grit is what God uses to kill giants, to walk people out of slavery, and it's what walked Jesus out of that garden being super gangster. So grit is what you need. Grit is what you want. It's not easily attained, but dude, it is accessible to those that are ready to do the work. All right. I love you guys. I'm sorry for the cat and for the incessant coughing, but I love you. Say a prayer for me, guys. Um, Yeah, I appreciate you and uh, have an amazing week. Love you, weirdos.